0: Everyone, and Welcome to another episode of a 100 Words or Less. I'm your host, Ray Harkins. Today, I'm speaking with Kyle Kinane. He is a, uh, a pretty well-known stand-up comic, and I was very excited to conduct this interview. More on him in a minute. Let's get some business out of the way, and then we'll talk to Kyle. Propertyofzack.com. If you are not visiting them, you should be. If you're interested in music of the independent variety, they have a lot of stuff that you may be interested in. So go there. Check out all of the news, features, reviews, everything. They've got a lot of stuff happening on a day-to-day basis. And uh, yeah, I check there multiple times a day. So go there. They're great partners of ours. Go to our own website as well, 100wordspodcast.com. And if you're feeling so gracious, go to iTunes, drop a few stars as far as a review is concerned. And if you're feeling even more gracious, you can write a review. A few sentences here and there. I've been noticing a lot of people overseas. Thanks for uh, the worldwide support, but United States, you got to step it up. So if you haven't done that and you have listened to a few shows, I really would appreciate that. We have a new logo for the show as well. Launched it last week was the first time. Shout out to our friend Adam Vass, who was a previous guest of the show. He did the new logo and I am very happy with it. I'm not like the last one was terrible, but you know, new year, new set of podcasts. Figure I might as well change the face of it. So yes, Kyle Kinane. I went to a comedy show here in Southern California at the Irvine Improv, and he was opening, if I'm not mistaken, for one of my favorite comedians and, dare I say, template of this show, Mark Marin. I hadn't seen Kyle. I haven't heard of him before. He was incredible. He was just really funny, uh, very self-deprecating. And then I started to see him pop up in a bunch of different places doing interviews on podcasts and you know just started to become aware of his world. Then I started to notice that he mentioned punk and hardcore and just having a reference for the world that we all know and love. And so that obviously intrigued me. Then on top of that, he performed at the Fest, uh, which I went to last year in Florida. And his set was incredible. He did one in the afternoon at a bar. It was just such an amazing, packed venue he really was feeling it. You know, he's riffing on the crowd and I don't know. It just, it was one of those moments where you felt like he was really truly, you know, kind of comfortable walking into this. And that obviously makes a world of difference when you're a comedian walking into a room. So, uh, yeah, he's one of those people. I was just, you know, hit up on Twitter. It was like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about Chicago, the Lawrence Arms and, you know, just named a few Chicago things because that's where he's from and that's where he grew up. And he hit me back, and I was like, oh, the power of Twitter continually amazes me. Started trading some emails and trying to schedule this, and then uh, he invited me over to his house up in the uh, Silver Lake area. Just a good dude. Like, walked in and immediately felt comfortable, at ease, and, uh, you know, him and I just rapped for close to an hour and a half, two hours. Obviously, I, I kept this show to roughly around an hour. I can tell he's on to some some good things. You know, he'll probably be doing his own special and be in other television shows. And yeah, he just seems to have a lot of things going on for him. But a lot of who he is currently is informed by what he experienced as a teenager in regards to going to punk shows. We talk about that. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to call him a friend now. So here's my interview with Kyle. Check it out. Any, all the references you've put on, and then so yeah. I, I like to start things off with just basically like my own personal entry point sure. into uh, your world, as I speak. So I saw you perform for the first time that weekend that Mark Marin did in Irvine at the Irvine Improv. This was like maybe a year and a half ago. Because uh, I, have, I don't you, know. have you performed there? Have you done? I
1: have. I don't know if I've been there with Marin.
0: Or oh no, it might have been just because that obviously that comedy club is uh, is difficult to get people to show up to. Okay, I, yeah, it wasn't with Marin, but I can't remember who it was with. And it was one of those things like I was just like oh like I you know you, you peppered in some references that, and I was like oh because yes. one of us. <laughs> And then, um, and then once you uh, put out your record, you know, the the bit where you're talking about you starting a band and yeah, suburbs yeah. and all that, I was just like, I have to talk to Kyle immediately. Yeah. And then on top of all that, like I saw you at the Fest. I was uh, I was out there with a friend's record label and I saw you do the uh, the bar gig. Not like the evening stand-up gig, but like... Oh the...
1: man, that was the best show out of all of them. It was incredible. Me and, me and James Fritz. Yes, exactly. And I was trying to explain to him because he's not from the, the, the DIYs or anything. I'm like, listen... You're gonna to want to make fun of everybody. Do it. They love it. <laughs> like, yeah. Please go for it. Understand that. Like, they're they're. It's like it's a welcoming, right? Crowd because I was always scared shitless to do coming coming from music and everything. Yeah. Going into comedy club, like, oh god, I'm purposely trying to entertain people instead of so just being like, fuck you guys, love it or leave it. You know? No, that
0: and that's what like it really strikes me like uh, once I started to obviously become more entrenched in the stand-up comedy world just as far as like knowledge of it the direct correlation between playing in a band and being a stand-up comedian they're exactly the same i mean like there's obviously distinct differences but like the whole idea of like oh fucking playing in omaha nebraska in front of 10 people i've done that you've probably done that like (laughs)
1: and and the fact that it can be one of the best shows you ever have right i think what has helped me is is seeing bands and seeing success from a DIY
0: scene, like, long story short. No, no so, well, uh, well, and okay. I'll, I'll be able to trace you back to that. So, yeah, that's 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 what okay. where we'll go. We'll go to your origin stories after that.
1: The origin stories will come out. <clears throat> but seeing bands and going, oh, they made it without all this other bullshit. Yeah. Why well, can't comedy do the same thing? And right. So I, I just didn't know... How to do that. I moved to L.A. in 2003, and it was when UCB opened up. Yeah. That I started seeing it. I'm like, oh, I think I've seen you at shows, and now you're here. Right. Well, why are you here? Oh, because it's five bucks to get in. You can bring your own booze in. Right. And people are doing crazy shit here. Right. That is not, it's not $20, two drink minimum, 21 and over at a comedy club. Yeah. And it's somebody talking about, I mean, this is an older, not so much nowadays, like, but, even when I started doing comedy, it's like, I, I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. I don't relate to this material. The sort
0: of hackneyed references yeah, that...
1: Yeah, and even if it's not hackneyed, but just stuff I didn't relate to. Right. Like, oh no, I'm a scumbag that goes and drinks at, at shows, but I can't do comedy about that and make it relatable to people that were going to see comedy at the time. Right. So it was like well how do i do jokes about what i know about Right. but then get in front of people that would understand it. cuz nobody wanted to see stand up comedy like every t- i was scared to tell band people right like oh, i'm doing a comedy
0: gig like, what and they get there and they're like what the fuck is this man? <laughs> God. Really? So you 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 kind of like obviously your your friends like you kind of I mean you didn't keep it secret but you were like just don't come to my shows.
1: I didn't want th- I wanted to just do it without anybody knowing just to find out if I could do it. You know you right. people well I'll bring all my friends out. right for yeah, like, my first show so I can <laughs> tank in front of all them. Yeah or or just have like like a false sense of confidence like no That's I true. want to see if absolute strangers that have no investment in my well being will laugh at these jokes. <laughs> yeah like, yeah I yeah, want yeah, an yeah. actual. Because you you play in a band and it's you want your friends to come out like it's a party. Yep. We didn't think we're gonna go anywhere with a band, but it's fun as hell when our friends are here. Yeah, of course. Even (laughs) if it's not, you're in a band. At least there's
0: three of your buddies in the band. (laughs) Right. Right. You got some people backing you up.
1: (laughs) They're like, "Eh, well, we loaded up. We had a practice session that was two hours away today.
0: Like I said, we will Mm now. Now, backtracking to your origin story. So you were born and raised in the Chicago-ish area, Chicago land
1: area area, suburbs. What, Um, What what burbs in particular? Addison, Illinois. Okay. Which was, in you know, my over-romanticized history <laughs> of punk rock, was Valentine's Day, yep. 1993, of Friends, like, we're going to go see a show, and I, I didn't know any, like, I I, I knew I liked punk music, I didn't have an older brother, didn't have older friends, didn't have anybody to introduce me to stuff, so I'm like, oh man, that song that's on National Lampoon's Eurof- European Vacation when they're in the Louvre, which was a plastic, plastic cartridge, yeah, yeah, I'm like, that song, music should sound like that, <laughs> and then and then Wild in the Streets from the Thrashin' soundtrack, right? And, and that—that's what music I, I want it to You're sound like. like I
0: like, did a, that is what I identify
1: with. Yeah, and I didn't know where to get any of that music. Ninety-three was like Pearl Jam was coming around. Like yeah. some of that stuff, but it was also real mopey and like Nirvana was like I'm not depressed. I mean, I have angst, right. and I'm Angry at the stuff, <laughs> but I'm not depressed. Like right. I want music that's like. Yeah, fuck this. Not like, you're sad, and you're lonely, and you're lonely, and you're sad. I'm like, no, let's have a good time. We're stuck here. Fuck it. Have fun. Right. So my friend who I'd go skating with, like, he played no effects in the car. So I was like, just the annoying kid. Who's this? Who's this now? What band is this? Who's this? Where'd you get this? Where'd you get this tape? Can you get it here? Can you drive me there? And was can just, I have yours? It was just a total, yeah. I was just, can you make me a mix? Can you make me a mix? I was just a complete pain in the ass about it. Right. And he's like, All right, we're gonna go see a show. And it was at McGregor's, which was this pretty legendary All yeah. Ages venue. I had no idea. I was going to the last show at McGregor's. Oh wow. Which was at Valentine's Day. It was screeching weasel, bow evils, vindictives, and smoking popes.
0: Get out of here. Yeah. I, I was like, I didn't
1: know. But like pulling into a parking lot and there's hundreds of people there. It's like, wait a minute, how this do you isn't that? first off, it's like I'm like, So we're going to a concert. He's like, No, it's a show. I'm like, Well, bands, doesn't that it mean it's a concert? I, I couldn't even understand right. why you'd call it a show. Like the,
0: the basic
1: tenets no, of like, obviously what? Yeah, like a concert. Do we we get tickets? What, right. what are our seats? Where are we sitting? What... <laughs> Like I did, yeah. my only concert I went to was Poison and Warrant in the eighth grade, right? And I didn't know how you got to that point as a band, like no. just at a, a stadium, yeah, watching
0: a, like a laser show, a crudely drawn woman on a laser with, with and, lasers. And like what going, I, what else? This is rock and roll, yeah, yeah. And what I also like about that too is the fact that like when you're younger, you have no concept of like a tour. You think bands literally materialize in front of you like you were just yeah. like oh yeah like they show up here they probably live down the road you've no context or that, that they
1: or that they started somewhere that they suck because I was, yeah. at the same time i had a guitar was like just listening to Joe Satriani going well why did i get a guitar i'm never going to be able to do that so that right. i'm i shouldn't have this guitar i'm not going to be a virtuoso right so on every single level of what I did at 16 years old was seeing hundreds of people. That, that was a band that had no—I uh, didn't know that they weren't on MTV, they weren't on the radio or anything. So, like, yeah. how did people know about this stuff? Right? How were all these people here? That was fascinating. The first show sold out. Again, I told you very romanticized okay. story. That's everything I've been be. trying to write. this. Yeah. now you're able to express. And, it, and it's yeah, 20 yeah. years. Yesterday, it's been 20 years. So, God damn it, I'm an old person yeah. now. But then like, okay, so we're stuck, and so they played a the first show, they added a second show that just was gonna be Screeching Weasel. But I remember like, okay, we gotta wait, it's freezing cold. Yeah. And like the door opening up and I heard the guitar solo from Supermarket Fantasy. And I was like, I can play that, but it still sounds like music. I was like, Oh, I gotta I gotta see we have to stay here for the second show. Right. And get in there. I heard people go nuts seeing a band where it's like, Oh, I know how to play that stuff, mm-hmm. yet aesthetically that's the exact sound I wanted to do. So it made me Go, oh, I can start a band because I can do this stuff. Right. I could maybe start a band that can become successful because look at the hundreds of people that are here for this. Right. That this is how bands start. Oh, it's it's tangible.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's attainable. You can see yeah. it right in front it's of you. it's right yeah. here. There they are. Right. Dude, that's, that's so funny that that all... Because I think usually those experiences, they may happen in rap, it's a session, but they usually don't all happen right. like in one night. It was, it was insane. <laughs> it was a Sunday night and that
1: Monday... Being economical, I'm like, all right, well, boogie, boogie, boogie has the most songs on it, so I'll buy this one. Dude,
0: I love, I love, <laughs> I love that mentality because everybody goes through that, where it's just like, oh yeah, I mean, I totally bought. Uh, Dead Kennedy's uh, Give Me Convenience or Give Me Death because fuck yeah it's like 26 songs on that yeah
1: I'm gonna like something right if I don't (laughs) alright maybe this isn't the music for me
0: (laughs) right right right
1: that was it for years was just and it was just 20 years ago so there was no internet it was like alright who do you think in your liner notes alright I gotta buy those CDs every show give me a flyer give me a flyer give me a flyer okay I can go to these and the fact that it was a mile away from my house McGregor was but then and Elmhurst had a bunch of shows. The suburbs had all these shows. You right. We had to go to the city. Right. And it was the exact type of music I wanted to hear. Right.
0: You're like, yeah. how, how how is this happening so
1: close to my house? Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, and, and what is it? And that that was the extra, like, all right, this is the extra nostalgic part, was that the McGregor's was at the corner that I, I, I don't remember if I found it before or after, but my mm-hmm. uncle works with the fire department. And he's like, oh, yeah, 83 in North Avenue. He's like, oh, that's ground zero for... Cold War missile strike from uh, Russia. from Russia or yeah wherever or they, where they yeah where the they were looking cuba- to yeah yeah like oh yeah that was it because you know he's getting, he's privy to like disaster information yep. and evacuation but oh yeah because if the missile hits in Chicago proper a lot of the blast will go out over the over the lake and right it, it would be wasted so that was the population center Holy of sh- the Chicagoland area X-ray just like, X ray right is. when you want to think the suburbs. Makes you feel small and flat and unimportant. Not only do you see it like a constant of change of life at this intersection, right. but also it's where a missile would exactly land. Right, the Russians system. particularly planned this out perfectly. <laughs> somebody, somebody <laughs> in a yeah, in a missile compound in Russia was like, right here, right here, this is the spot. Yeah. So <laughs> Man, that two pretty special things
0: happened in that intersection. <laughs> like that's that's incredible. I'm I glad was, I know that.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a mattress store and a Burger King, but it turns out Ground Zero, and I would see a, a concert that basically informed right. my attitude for pretty much every pursuit for the rest of my life.
0: Right. Prior to that, like how you know how were you like twelve, thirteen? As you were, I was, of, six, no, I was sixteen. Oh, I was 16, Okay. I was so too- you, were, you, were in, you were in high school. You were, like, kind of yeah, just I figuring did. your shit I'm
1: out. Still, yeah, I wasn't... Like I said, I didn't have older siblings. There was the guys that always had, like, the front 242 and Cam FDM. Shit yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just looked... I don't know, they looked like a drag. They just looked serious. All yeah, 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 they, they did. Were, they did. You know, they, I agree. They I agree. look fun. No, and no, And the guy no. that took me to the, the the costume, like... Purple hair, skateboards, like, yeah. smiling, like, make jokes. I'm like, I that that guy. Yeah. I like that guy. I want to follow what he's doing. I want to go out and have fun. I want to look morose all the time. Like, I wasn't a depressed teenager. Right. I enjoyed being a teenager. Right, but right, You have your angst. You're in the suburbs. Of like, course. I, like, I enjoyed the company of my friends and then going to shows every weekend.
0: And so, like, for, so prior yeah. to that, you were just kind of, like, you, I mean, were you doing sports? Or were you, like, trying no, to... No, no, no. I think I was, you know, I was, like, taking art classes and, like, oh, grunge or something,
1: trying to play guitar, but not knowing. Like that weird thing, like, well, I, I can't suck forever at this. <laughs> right. going like, yeah, you probably, you, actually, you can. You can. You see, there's remnant, there's guitars here. Ju- just as bad. Right. <laughs> and just as bad, <laughs> as bad. The
0: guitars have followed you. It's not yeah, like you've improved. If
1: not worse, because at least in a band, there's some regular practicing. Like now I pick it up, like, I'll just noodle. Like, I think I'm going to be the guy, like, I'll just go, and I'm just like, bang, No, put it down. You're like, let me just go back to those bar chords. <laughs> Stop it, Yeah. <laughs> Let's play the beginning of back in black, like you know how to do. <laughs>
0: and so your uh what did your parents do as you were growing up, like professionalized?
1: Uh my dad worked in the airline industry.
0: Okay. And
1: uh mom was a homemaker. Oh okay. And uh, just
0: just to deal with you at home. Yeah, yeah, just me and
1: Seth just put up with us. <laughs> They're good folks. I mean blue blue collar household. Yeah, yeah. But good folks still together. That's a rarity. That is a complete parents rarity. So how many years is that now? Like Oh, did they just click over? Thirty years—that's—it's that's a lot. They just clicked over thirty
0: years. Yeah. Yeah, that is impressive. Yeah, so I mean, that's—it's mm-hmm. like you said, it's a very uh, idyllic uh, sort of suburban experience. Yeah, it was. In a way.
1: It was. Yeah, yeah, middle, uh, lower middle class, okay, blue collar, but not wanting anything. You, right. You don't grow up with much. You don't expect much, and you're like, right. You just you make your own. You know, like there where's was, my sweet sixteen part? There was, was right. well, that was and that was part of it. Like everybody, like no, we just make our own fun. Nobody's like. We need money. I was like, once I got money, I was like, oh, cool, what do we do with this? Right. Like, do I put it away? I, like, I get a new skateboard <laughs> But it's still, it's free to go sit in a parking lot and convince somebody to buy you beer. You're right. Like, <laughs> free. So, and, and the show, yeah, basically it was just, it was just by, by music, you know, by every seven inch you could, by every, like...
0: Right. Because when it's brand new... Oh, yeah. I have to amass all this. You don't, you, like yeah well, basically once your kind of head is cracked open, the whole you know DIY punk and hardcore scene gets poured in. Mm-hmm. it's like you can't you can't stop even if you tried
1: like, no, it's, it's like one of those weird like the, like the, when you get in like a wiki hole late at night like and what's this now and then I'll cut cla- you know, <laughs> always it. go it always winds back to Anton Lavey right <laughs> You're like oh, I wow. always back to like, I found this, this again Satanism. Oh, you Satanists.
0: <laughs> so, like you said, obviously after that show happened, and that was kind of your your mm. your being. Like, once your parents start to recognize that you're into something that they don't understand, like mm. so. But you I mean, from obviously your your record, the fact that your parents were mm-hmm. seem pretty supportive, like, yeah. or Or they just like, we'll just like Kyle do his thing. We'll try to be supportive over it, but I, we have no idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think there
1: was much to shock my parents with, and and nor was I trying to, right. That's it wasn't was like, the fuck you mom. No, that no, but then that's why I got to enjoy it even more. It wasn't, like there was no reason other than I just really loved it. Like I couldn't right. I couldn't shock my mom. My mom, like, she she knew how to squash it by like just embrace it. <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna color your hair? Alright, well give it to me. I'll do it right so you don't get it everywhere. Like
0: <laughs> ugh. I love Just
1: it doesn't
0: ugh. <sighs> That wasn't the point, but yeah, I just
1: oversupport. Well, that's that's what led to me living there until I was twenty six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to be oversupportive? We'll, we'll see how this standoff ends. I will be here until I'm 40. I'm 26. How about now? Yeah, you wanted to be supportive. Oh, okay. I like that support. Here I am. Yeah. Try to charge me a hundred dollars in rent. What now? Put a third
0: plate on that table. I'm eating dinner here again tonight. <laughs> Once you witnessed a show, like like you said, you wanted to play in a band. You were like, that is. Yeah, I figure like just
1: play along, with screeching weasel. Where I'm like, oh, I I can figure this out. Yeah. And from there, like, oh, I can figure everything else out. Even the Ramones, I mean, yeah. exposed to the Ramones, but that still did seem like a, like Beatles or Stones or something. Totally, that was just this—they've been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, was that was like, like way before. You know, it was still a concert. Yeah, it was right. still like oh, like, I remember going to see the Ramones like getting hit by like 50 year old dudes like why are you here Wait, what? but in reality they were probably just my age <laughs> like I am at a show now drunk pushing a 17 old creepy guy in the backyard. Yeah. yeah just pushing a 17 year old like I know the words fuck off <laughs> leave, leave me alone uh, let, let I me... did that at a queer show last summer I had to read some bad circumstances happen, but I still went to the concert. And I purposely kind of dressed like a shit bag. Oh, really? Like I had oh, really? a, like a flowery cowboy shirt on. Oh, And a, amazing. And a baseball hat. Yeah, and I yeah was just yeah. like standing in the pit just taking hits. Because I, I knew it.
0: <laughs> you were that guy in the center of the pit being like, what the fuck is this I, guy doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I knew it. You could tell. You're just these young kids. That's what upsets me. It's like, oh. I thought, you know, what about like move forward, move ahead and progress? And it's like we're still doing the craft project leather jackets. Like... You can't say I don't care when you clearly spent six hours on your jacket.
0: This is (laughs) an art project in and of itself.
1: Yes, you clearly sat down with your metal studs. (laughs) Right. You've
0: invested so much time and energy into
1: this. I will Mm -hmm. never take crust punk seriously until they lose the fashion sense. I'm not going to give you money until you stop putting bandanas on your
0: dog. Yeah, or or, or, or you stop having seven dogs around you. There's three people and seven dogs.
1: Seven dogs and perfect fashion for a scene. You shouldn't have a scene if
0: you're homeless. No. You you shouldn't have a look. You shouldn't immediately be able to go into a tragedy show and then be able to, yeah, just go on the street and be like, they kind of look out of place, but I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. not lose it with the patches. You're, somebody's sewing this for you. <laughs> Right. Totally. And you probably spent a good $5 on that patch. Yeah, stop. <laughs> you didn't You didn't just cut it out of the back of your shirt. Stop buying ear gauges. <laughs> And so the uh, so did you because you you, you you played in bands right like you were you yeah. were attempting to put stuff together in high school.
1: Yeah, high school was kind of just fine. Like you bought a bass, all right, we'll get together. And it was it was sloppy, but like the yeah. first time, like oh, you played a different thing than I played, but it sounded like it worked. Yeah. And then finding somebody whose parents let them play drums was the hardest thing. <laughs> yeah. It was always the hardest. Just finding a drummer. It was always some spaz with like absentee parents. Like all right. Just we put him in the back. I guess you're a drummer, yeah. So your parents haven't been home in three
0: weeks. How does that work? Does DCFS come by here? (laughs) Do you? So you feed yourself? Like no one makes you dinner? (laughs) Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I've done it once. What's emancipated (laughs) me? And so, what? What was the actual first time that you uh, like played played a show or like first band experience from my perspective? uh, It was the band that I, I still stuck with like four years it's called
1: the grand Marquis. and okay uh, it was we never, is, it was it <laughs> was
0: that your, that was so that was your
1: kind of your first band that you sort of the cut. first band that really yeah I mean okay. I was in one after that that was kind of a screw around I think we played maybe three or four shows
0: okay but... that's not a terrible band name for your first band though
1: uh, grand Marquis... it was it was me and the other guitar player pulling up on our parents grand Marquis because we both lived in the suburbs and we both used our parents cars that's perfect and that was the argument of like well, how do you pluralize Marquise? Mar- Mar- mm. Is it Marquises? Or do we change the... Sp- and I was like, oh, fuck. It was, yeah. like, it was like the dumbest. We don't know. So you guys, the Grand Marquises? The Grand Marquis? Just, just pronounce the S. Right, Let's, right. Just say the S. That's how we settled that's, on it.
0: And that's what I... like. The the, I mean, especially from your first band. It is such a fucking piece of work. To be like, what is our goddamn name? Oh, we, 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 we,
1: and you want to change it. Like, that was stupid. We weren't thinking. Totally. totally. And then the second band name's like the worst,
0: like, dude, I'll never
1: Something for... with a number in I'll, it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. I'll never forget asking my parents for help, which was like, why would you do that? But I was like, <laughs> I asked my mom, and then of course she asked her sister. So my aunt like faxed because obviously that's what you did You know, with no email she faxed over this list you should get your bad
1: name my, my aunt faxed us some suggestions
0: at <laughs> the bit she was it was so fucking incredible because she had watched a natural disaster show and had come up with a list of like 30 names and it was just like they all were natural disaster related uh, uh, and I like read this and I was like this is a terrible idea. I shouldn't have asked for that <laughs> But you, yeah. But you always, you're always pouring over it so much, and then when you do trip onto something like the Grand Marquis, you're yeah. just like. Oh yeah, I've mean,
1: always do that. Yeah, it was like a, like a default name for like playing at parties, and it's like oh, I guess it's there. Well, we we it was... never made merch, never made records. We spent a bunch of money recording a record, and then and then never never, yeah. never got into
0: anything. Never toured. Everybody
1: had jobs and everything.
0: I mean, obviously, you always see the big transition point of high school band to when people have to do real life mm-hmm. shit and like go to college. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Well, and and that
1: was the thing. This was the uh, a couple of us stayed at community college. It was all older guys. Yeah, what I graduated it was already like the one friend that bailed out of like dropped out of college was already back in Addison, right? And the other friend, the sensible one, who still plays music to this day, right? The bass player. Always the responsible one. Always the, bass the responsible one. Not enough, you know, not an ego It's like, i got to play guitar. Not just give a, me four strings. Just, I yeah. got. Oh, listen, somebody's got to hold this shit together. I'll do it. I have the glue. <laughs> I'm humble. I'm the one who's going to organize. <laughs> it's so true. It's like I, don't need, I, never, I don't need more strings to deal with. i got to handle right. you guys.
0: I never thought about, like, because, yeah, you do, like, you typically do see the roles of bands. Like, you know, singers usually are, like, the business dude. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, the bass player never has a personality. But they are, that's exactly why. Like, yeah. they're the glue. They're
1: the ones that. The drummer is the special needs child that <laughs> to look after.
0: Right, you <laughs> like jokes
1: exist already. Like every, you know, oh no yeah games, yeah. I mean they're they're, they're
0: archetypes just... that are set up, but there's a reason why they exist yeah. because it's totally true. So that, what musically what were you, what were you guys trying to accomplish initially? I think,
1: well, I think. Uh... It was a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of screeching weasel, a lot of face to face. Good, good. It was the era mid nineties ish? Then. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! A well, little big choice. Oh, big choice, and what was it? it was a self title one. That came yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They came out on fat. The walk, yeah. yeah, the walk with a walk the do The walk, walk song. away. Yeah, yeah. With, but the walk the walk Oh with yeah, the yeah. Baseline, yeah. yep, and, yep. and then the bass player, like buddy Greg, had it. I'm like, you figured that? Oh man, you're a real musician. You're in. Yeah. You're a musician. We all suck. <laughs> you know what you're doing, and a drummer that was just. At the time, obsessed with Blink, and we're like, ah, oh, all right. I know, because it, so it, it, like, it's kind of like just slow it down, ease it do back it, a do little it bit. Half, half the time, don't do it every. And
0: it, see, it's, it, I'm glad you brought that up because there definitely is such a distinct difference. Because, like, I spent most of my time in Southern California, and like, mm-hmm. when all of that was hitting, the idea of pop punk is such a dividing line where it's like you have yeah. Chicago pop punk, yeah. and then you have the coast pop punk, and then you have the east coast who was just like pop punk like we didn't really need, like we had our yeah. own thing going on which
1: came around then which in the last year yeah i discovered like all oh, the new brunswick bands like yep the Ergs and all these bands yeah and that was me having been out of music for so long like i'm i'm back in the same place i was 20 years ago, ago. oh this band oh right. who are they playing with at this show right. oh i'm gonna do that and then as a comedian hair's worth a note around. i'm like oh what venue did they play i'm like Oh, maybe I could play that place. Instead yeah, go to a comedy club. I can now be like, all right, I got some credits. Let me play that venue. Right, and do a show for ten bucks or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. So,
1: but yeah, the difference is, I remember. And then, of course, we had you know Peg Boy, and Naked, Raygun. Yeah, which leaned heavily, and I just we could never replicate the happiness. <laughs> of because Raygun ended. At, I think I remember that was when I remember when I was fourteen or fifteen in high school. All these kids go to the last Naked Ray Gun show. Right, cool kids are doing. Wait, Those what? are the guys that I wish were my friends, and they're going to do some fun in the city. And, uh, I'll, I'll stay behind. Yeah, I can, yeah. I guess okay. Maybe I'll be friends with you guys next year. Right. So that was the end of that. But I said that's I saw Pegboy Boy a bunch in high school, and yeah. that that's another guy, Larry from Pegboy. is mm-hmm. just just see a big just a big lunking drunk guy, dry heaving between songs. I guess you could look at it as pathetic, but I always looked at it as like this guy is sincere when he's like yeah, like he's like this is all I have. It might sound like shit, but this is. My relief right. from life is playing for you for you guys. Right, right. And that meant a lot. Like, oh, this guy's going to put everything into this. This guy every show is important to this guy.
0: Right. And
1: that that stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. No, that was I could another lesson of like, oh, look at this guy needs this.
0: Right. I just find it so amazing that obviously people like that do experience what we've experienced like mm. you know, obviously we feel lucky because of that because like no matter no matter what these lessons that we've learned through fucking going to shows like are something that's completely applicable in like every aspect of life yeah
1: yeah well yeah no no business school is going to tell you you're going to do what you love for free maybe forever you're like wait that's not a prudent business plan is it that's not business that's that's a path to happiness but it's not business there was no real hopes. I, yeah, Obviously, hopes like, oh, what if we got to tour? What if we just had a, a, a record right. that was ours? That was like, like tangible, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we never made it that far. But just that's what dictated my happiness was how that band would go. And that's how stand up is now. Of all the other things that it's brought about for me, which are great, if stand up isn't going, if I have a bad show, I'm yeah. in a bad mood. And I'm like, why are you having, why did you have a bad show? And analyze it. Right. Uh, so if everything else goes away and I'm still doing stand up, that's fine. but if it's the not going well
0: like that the core of like, your being not going well, I, that's yeah
1: I did it for, I did it for free for 10 years <laughs> because it's something I love doing I right. Up the chances of maybe finding success by moving to LA right. But I still kept the same like, no, you do this because you like it if it's supposed to be it'll happen and it was still like the screezing we had like hundreds of people here to see this band yeah yeah because they stuck with it because then you listen to Bad Cat oh they stuck with it you listen to the lyrics and Yeah. You know, but pre, this is all, you know, pre-lady
0: punching. Yeah. Uh, Obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously things have taken a dramatic turn.
1: I have my own thing. Like, I have my theories that, like, Ben Weasel can pick an aspect of punk rock to stick to. Mm -hmm. And I think he just wanted to stick with the contrarian part. Sure. So much, like, to be like, well, it's got to be the opposite of stuff. Right. And if punk's kind of acceptable and okay... Well, what can I By do that? golly, I'm going to be a capitalistic Catholic woman punching piece of shit. Right, right. Which, in a definition of punk rock, being opposite of the norm. Yeah, he's stuck with it. It's kind of it's what, terrible. Of course, it's awful. Right, he's a piece I, of shit. I am not endorsing this. No, yeah. but in that in that aspect of like opposite of the norm. Yeah, because it's expected. I mean, there's punk. I mean, it's, it's nothing for somebody to have no have piercings and mohawks. And no, no. Aesthetically, it's acceptable.
0: Right, right. Because I mean, obviously, it's like the idea of punk is transferred into... I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lifestyle as opposed to a... a no, the
1: ethics kind right. of fell away. And that's what got me... Like, ethics is what I like the most. Yeah. You know? No, don't be a dick. Believe in what you're doing. And just do that. Just, do, just stay, stick to your guns on what you're doing. If right. there's an audience that's there for it, they'll find you. Right. If you keep doing it.
0: Exactly, I, I've always I've always liked the idea too of that when you're not inspiring a reaction, you can look at a lot of what's happening at like you know Coachella or something like that. Or, yeah. like a lot of the bands that play Coachella, mm-hmm. I would define them as like vanilla. Like you can hear them and listen to them and be like, well, oh, that's not bad, but yeah. it's not inspiring. Like it's not inspiring a reaction. Yeah, in, in the sense of like, I need to pick up a guitar and fucking do that. Do you? Oh, okay, I have a question. Do yeah. you think it's
1: it's that it doesn't inspire reaction, or also things are so quickly consumed now? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get a CD or a record and then just listen to the whole thing. But right. I'm I'm guilty too. Oh, God. Like I'm all just are. buying stuff on iTunes yeah. so quickly that I'm like listening, I'm like, oh, that was good. Oh, there's a new thing I want. Right. And then it's getting pushed to the back. Yeah. And it's. There, there's no... Yeah, there's no... There's no lot... Like, yeah, you, We've de- We've defeated the staying power of stuff by just having access so easily.
0: To right. Yeah, it, it's definitely... I mean, obviously, the idea of a disposableness of the music, like that totally exists, and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. that... It, it is our fault from the fact that we can obviously rifle through, like, mm-hmm. you know, any fucking music streaming service, like, oh, yeah. cool, like, you know, I've got 900 million thousand songs to listen yeah. to, and it's like, yeah, like, what, wh- how am I going to sort through that?
1: Nothing's capturing a moment in right. time
0: anymore, because it's, it's
1: all right there. Right,
0: right, right, so, and that, I do think you hit on the most important point, where it's just, like, the whole, you know, DIY mentality, and, like, the ethics of it, like, that's, that's what will permeate for you. Years and hopefully we'll obviously be able to continue people doing you yeah. know like, exactly what you're doing. You said where you're like I am not doing this because it's prudent for a living. This isn't a business plan. You were you know yeah. ten years ago you weren't like all right. Well, clearly I'm going to get this deal with Comedy Central. Yeah, like that, that's where it's going to end up. And, okay. and all yeah,
1: and also like ten years ago I'm like I don't wanna just have a job. I have even if I have a job, that's fine. I was never like yeah. slack and, and, and mooch. I I always had a shitty day job. Right. But it was kind of like it funded your passion. Yeah, it was kinda of like finding your retirement hobby early. Because, uh, like I've said, like I totally get the model train guys. Like, yeah. People retire and they go crazy. They don't have something to do with it. Right. Go, so if they don't find something, they go nuts. But when they find something, that's they're immersed in it. Right. And I just found that early. Right. I found that with comedy when I was 22. Like, yeah. As soon as I started doing open mics, I'm like, this is something that will never be finished. Right. I will never I will never perfect this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like... <laughs> Well, awesome. So no matter what happens during the day, this is what makes me happy. Right. I was lucky enough that I got that. that right. That I found the thing. And for some people, it is their It is their family, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I was very guilty of being like, but what about, what about your passion? Now you're just stuck. You yeah, now no, you fucking gave up on that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, No, some people realize that that's for them. Right. I, I chose the other path. Right, right. I didn't, I didn't go that way. Right. And uh, and I probably looked like a, a real sad sack of shit for many years of like... Like this, I've lived in this apartment. This is the first time I've lived by myself in 36 years. I've had this place for a year. Yeah, yeah, I've always yeah. had roommates. Of course. Which is fine. It's L.A. You have roommates. Yeah, yeah. But I always thought when I go home, like, are people like, Kyle's in his 30s? Yeah. <laughs> like, lives with a roommate? <laughs> it was like 15 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you have roommates, too, but it's your wife and your kids. Like, I look at it d- different ways.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not exactly P-
1: roommates. Perspective. Right, right. but I, But in the sense of, like, I'm happy. Right. It was hard to explain that to people because yeah, I felt yeah. like, oh, man, I'd probably look like a loser Yeah. to like friends back home. But I'm also like, I am so happy. Right. i have not going, oh, yeah, I have to work You know, overtime right. because in 20 years, I have a kid that's going to go to college. Right. <laughs> like, I only have to worry about myself. Right. streamline it. Yeah, yeah. I've stripped this part. down to
0: make it as simple as possible because, I mean, that... Mm-hmm. that I mean, life is a moving target and you don't know what's going to, you know, what makes you happy at 16 Mm. probably isn't going to make you happy at 26 because obviously that shit changes. But hopefully at the core of it, it it's like whatever you're into at 16 should still make you happy. Yeah. I look at myself where it's like, I mean, I've been basically doing the same shit since I was like 15 years old. And so the idea of like, you know, that I have a wife and I have a fucking kid and like Mm. all these other real life responsibilities, but I haven't lost touch with, like you said, that person. Yeah. Goes to a show and it's like, oh, like that—that that still is enjoyable.
1: Some people, and, and I'm amazed at the people that can still do it. I know I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why I avoided. <laughs> right, 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 right. Not like, oh man, so many potential wives just beating down my doors, like. <laughs> Sorry, babes. I have to turn away my suitors. Yeah. yeah sorry, babes. Kyle's got jokes to tell. He's got to be poor for another ten years till <laughs> right. this takes off. <laughs> right, right, right. Come knocking in twenty thirteen. Yeah. we will tell. What's uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah. The doors will open. I'm up for a new surprise. Let's get some of them critters running around. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sound totally ignorant. To no, movie. no, no. I get, I get you are coming. But, the, from. but I, I have a friend with, you know, four kids, and is a college professor is still like making bikes in his garage, and like cook once these. Like, yeah, I'm thinking about putting like a, a meat curing room in the basement. Like, you're insane. You're like, how what? do you do this? Right. Oh, clearly, you're a superior human being. You're a Superman, right? That is, you're a great father and husband, and that also has, like, you you have you are capable of more things in this world, right, right, I, right, than I am, and I can uh, freely, willing to admit, that, right? You're yes. like, I have no problem saying but that. me. I was like, no, pay your bills, don't go into debt, tell your jokes. That's it. You're like, uh, don't Don't fuck up your credit and tell your jokes. That's right. My mom was like, whatever you do, don't screw up your credit. Really? One thing so that, that was like hammered. Was one of the things that was pounding, like, I don't know. If, like, And they weren't like, oh, you have, like, I always felt like a piece of shit if I never had a job, if I couldn't pay my bills and had to borrow money. I, I never liked that feeling. Sure. Like, you, you earn your keep. I'm a capable human being. Right.
0: I mean, like, it's, like I know how to enlist myself doing something that I'm not passionate about in order to take care of shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the people talk. you know, everybody complaining about the the, the, the government and their, their their systems and this and that. It's like, you get paid under the table. Right. You've been on, you've been on, un- you're going to complain about the government. You've been taking unemployment when you're working, when you're a bartender under the table for months. Right, exactly. You know, the, the, just, the system, just be quiet. The system you're, you're fondling, you're going to, you're going to bilk
0: on. Right, 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 right. So... That's that's no no no. <laughs> yeah. really, it was just funny how you were saying like obviously like the idea that was instilled by your mom was like just well, don't fuck up your credit. And, just,
1: and I've learned more from not seeing people who are successful, but seeing people have screwed things up. Yeah, and and looking at mis- like seeing people have just botched up things with credit cards and going crazy on them. Like, oh, that looks miserable. How very unpunk rock of me to try and uh, right. try and uh, have some
0: foresight. <laughs> Yeah. So what if I spent $15,000 uh, on credit cards? Yeah, like that's that's what you do. FTW. Man. Yeah. Dude. Oh no. Fucking
1: live fast, die young, bro. Yeah, there's uh, there's so many parts of like reckless life. Oh god, you're going to be in 5 years you're going to be miserable. In right. 5 years life is going to suck so bad for you. Right.
0: This this is there are repercussions to the things that you're involved in currently because it, this will not last and, forever. And I do you ever do,
1: I mean You've been straight edge for... I uh-huh. have,
0: yeah. So, I mean, I still have
1: that, like, carelessness of, like, I, yeah. I drink and this and that. Did you ever have, like, any wild, like, like total carefree, like, fuck it, I'm doing this, and I don't care. Because I am jealous of people that can I mean, moving moving to L.A. is a reckless move right. for the most part. Yeah, like, yeah, Let's yeah. just
0: go see if life
1: works out here. Right, let's roll this you dice, yeah, yeah. You
0: know what they might need? Another comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going Lord, going Lord, I'm going to Emerald City. Yeah. That's where I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to fill in. There's some
1: job openings out there. <laughs> I've got a better chance of getting a day job because i got this expired forklift driver. Right, license. right, right. So that's going to pull me ahead of the curve yeah. from these other schmoes. Yeah,
0: I, I have something I can put on <laughs> my resume that is clearly <laughs> heads above. Step aside, please.
1: <laughs> I got this one.
0: Basically, whatever, you know, say you start a band and obviously it Mm -hmm. becomes successful in some, because obviously it's like both you and I have had friends that have played in bands that are just like, oh wow, like they've done well. They've been able to call it like, you know, when they're writing on their customs form, they're writing musician and like, that's that's where you've made. it. The concept of like everything that's happened after that, like any success, that's like clearly a byproduct as opposed to like the focal point. So it's like, I'm sure what you're experiencing currently, where it's like more people are paying attention to what you are doing. Mm-hmm. Is a byproduct, like you said, where it's just like, oh, we'll we'll ride this and see where this goes. Yeah,
1: it, it, yeah, it's not a result of total recklessness, right? Which I'm I'm jealous of the people that have that. Like I'm just throwing, like I was saying, throwing themselves totally, into, like I sink or swim. It's like I never, I still like my parents going, no, and not necessarily have plan B, but like, yeah, why shoot yourself in the foot, right? When you can do this, yeah, and still. And it is, you know, the guy, the, the, the non-reckless bass player. Yeah. There's a guy, you know, graphic design, still, you know, has still toured all over the world yeah. with bands. <laughs> and right, right. Got to see the world, still has a job. And, you know It's like, you achieve the dream through being responsible. I right. you know that's not what you want to hear in punk rock. No, no. But, <laughs> but I, common sense and responsibility will get you the goal you want. Totally, totally. Much more so than like, I'm just going to sit vicious this thing. Right. I'm going to... Yeah, those
0: guys all died. Right. Like, there's there's an expiration date to what you were doing with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Look at, yeah, the heroes from 20 years ago. Where are they now? Yeah, yeah. Where are your heroes from when you were 16?
0: Uh, oh, you're looking up to Ian Curtis? We can all see where that went. We know where <laughs> yeah. that
1: went. Ben Weasel lives on a farm right now and nobody likes him. No, so totally. as much as I liked...
0: Yes. Was, as, as, as much as to Booga like changed yeah, my life.
1: There was some lyrics in there. 6% was an excellent song exact stuff
0: unlistenable <laughs> right no complete like just not relevant to the world that is existing but, currently.
1: But, but, I mean, going to things like the Fest, going, oh, look at this. Totally. It worked, everybody. Right. Look at how this worked. I mean, I hope all the bands are enjoy being, it's like South by Southwest where people are miserable. Yeah, and- we're <laughs>
0: like, oh, God, I'm going to play this show at 7 in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And it's just like, look at all this working out. But then yeah. you do all, like, by Sunday, you see people, like, missing teeth and black eyes. Like, oh, I just, look like, plowed into a wall. Like, Oh, oh I, wow. I yeah. hate my age right now. Right. Because, Oh, they're going to get hurt that's if reckless. Jump off that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, riverboat gamblers. Like, like, right. I, every time I see Weeby jumping, I'm like, oh, my! Take I, care of yourself. Mike, do you have health insurance?
0: <laughs> because, I mean, if you do, go right. Quiet, but, like, what? Well, it's oh, funny because it, just in hearing, like, who you are as a person, obviously what you've put out there, like, you've always mm-hmm. had that responsible streak. And, like, I, th- that's... I, I haven't always had well, it. Well, I mean... It's I, just,
1: it's, it's in <clears> certain areas. I mean, there's okay. certain bar- where I can't... I remember going to a friend's bar one time. Like it's oh, it's ten dollars to get in. I'm like, what? Why? It's oh, it's a benefit. Yeah, a roller derby girl broke her arm. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing playing roller derby, right? Without health insurance, I'm like, I How- want to be like punk rock. Oh, that's crap. I'm like, yeah, no, that's stupid. Right. You're stupid. Right. You're <laughs> stupid. You're right. I'm just calling it like it is. You You did that, and then I get to there and find like, oh yeah, she she actually just fell down drunk and broke her arm. And I go in and the girl's there with a cast on, and she's drunk. I'm like, give me my ten dollars. Right. I am not supporting fuck you. this. <laughs> Fuck this attitude! Right, this right. is a DIY. This no. is more like '80s, like glam rock right. bullshit. Like, yeah,
0: living in excess. Yeah, yeah,
1: come on, man. The world will work out for me because I'm awesome. No, you're not. You're a piece of shit. Give right? Me my
0: Ten bucks back. <laughs> <laughs> but that... I, the, 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 like the the idea that you've had, like you said, like in certain aspects of your life that you've always been like, if you want to do something that you're passionate about, like you know, don't have a plan B, like you were saying, like the, not like yeah. you were saying, but that is a common thing that's thrown out there these days yeah like i have to make it i've always been like you in the regard where it's like all right whatever i'm pursuing i'm gonna have like two or three other things behind it that i'm equally as passionate Mm -hmm. about that are fucking fun for me hopefully they'll all feed into one another and they will all like be successful on their own in some fashion but the idea of just being like nope like i'm fucking i am doing this like i mean I, i dropped out of college i did these things like tour with a band yeah but I always, like, you know, I had a job at a record store when I came home. Like, there were things where I'm, like, I wasn't just being, like, well, fuck this. Yeah. It might
1: not be a path to riches. Right. But it's something you can tolerate doing.
0: Right. And this is, like, it's, 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 I'm involved in music still. Like, I'm working at a record store. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, like, that will feed any, you know, lack of funds I am not making with the band, which was obviously, like, that exists. Like, you know, making money on the Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I I was playing, uh, you know, 18 playing music and just playing shows around town and just being happy with that and right. having a you know, part-time college for seven years yeah, yeah really yeah. just I'll take in.
0: one unit or three units and of just a time. Try, just
1: trying to figure out like I'm gonna be a writer like that made me yeah. like, I felt like that made me sound like an artist without just you being it's super percent, real right. real pretentious real
0: pretentious I'm a writer I only wrote when I had assignments I never was like <laughs> right. oh. here's here's this here I, I feel inspired I'm gonna write my short uh, story
1: at college if you guys read on the road I mean wow
0: Oh Christ! Fuck, fuck He really had that. that guy, man. That guy. It's <laughs> so that was that was basically like was just like a holding pattern. It was just like, all right, I, I need to figure it, out. It was, yeah. That's exactly it,
1: what it was, yeah. Which, and more and more, like, I, sometimes I don't know how to It's kind of sad that there's like so much pressure to go to college, mm-hmm. but it's just it's not for everybody, and that shouldn't be a black mark that college isn't for everybody, right? And it shouldn't be just second high school that you automatically incur debt for. Right. What a crippling philosophy. Right. Well, you have to go here if you want to go anywhere in life. Right. So here's all your loans, and you're going to go for communications. Right. That's not going to help you at all. Anything.
0: Welcome to the world. Right. Pay us back exactly. $100,000. We'll give you a diploma. You can put this on your resume yeah. that no one will fucking check. No one will call you. looks u- like
1: every other resume. Oh, except for the guy who, like, is going to make just as much as you because he got the job. And and furthermore, looking at people that just because they didn't go to college, yeah. thinking they're incapable of, like, education's important. So one yeah. thing they can't take away from you is, of your, course. Is, your, is your education. Right. But when you realize, like, colleges get shut down for a week at Halloween because of riots. That's where you're paying to go to learn more. Right. And your, you know what doesn't get shut down? Devry. And I hate that fucking people want to talk bad about, like, yeah, oh, trade this, school, this right? Guy. Oh, would you go to Devry? Oh, you went to a school where you're learning a useful skill. Right. In two and a half years, you're going to be valuable to this world. <laughs> Some right. Shithead that went for psychology is going to look down on you. Right. But also gets a week off every two months because the students burn down the quad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. of, of a sporting event. No, like, no, for sure. This th- guy can build engines.
0: <laughs> right. This, yeah, this <laughs> this guy can weld the things together you wouldn't yeah. know i mean i i definitely fall in the fucking asshole category that yeah. i don't know how to do shit with my hands yeah, like yeah. i am a completely suburban white kid that just like i'm just never, my yeah, dad yeah. doesn't know shit i don't know shit <laughs> but like i to to a point that you're making earlier or that we were talking about earlier where it was like i think there definitely is stunted adolescence yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just it's one of those things where it's just like you know i i always ask myself it's just like how long can i do this like how long mm. can I, can I exist in this world by literally doing, like I said, the same shit since I was like 15 years old. Yeah. And like, obviously it's like, uh, like you were saying, it's like you are you know, you're responsible in the sense of like, you know, I, I'm going to do this no matter what, but also have these other things that will fund my passion. Yeah. But there are, I think there are certain people that like stick in that stunted adolescence that obviously should give up at this point. Like just, and not even like give up on their passions, yeah. but just like. You know, like you, maybe you can transition out of like acting like an irresponsible asshole. Like, yeah, well,
1: yeah, well, you shouldn't if you're if you're a capable, uh, able-bodied person. Yeah, there's no reason you should be a burden on society. Right. You know, people are like oh, I just don't like working, man. And it's like fuck you. Yeah, you find a job, you right. work a shit job. There's people that would be happy to have a shit job. Right. People jump fences and swim rivers to take shit jobs. Right, exactly. <clears throat> you can make money if you want it. It sucks. That's life. Right. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I can't break this down
1: for you right now. My hardest... Yeah. You know what? Use that as your motivating factor. Mine was sitting there going five days a week doing this. And right. just two days off. I don't like Yeah, that. that doesn't gel. No. So I didn't just quit and mooch. I was like, oh, I'm going to really try... I'm going to try my hardest at comedy. Right. Every night, on top of working, I'm going to go out every night and try and get good at this thing. Sure. Hone your crap. No no viable career. That was my release of yeah, being yeah, frustrated yeah. that I had to work a crappy job because I went to college and I have a degree from a liberal arts school. Right. <laughs> it doesn't, which means I got two more dollars an hour driving a forklift. <laughs> and so, yeah, I was, was like, man, I didn't want to work in an office. I like driving a forklift. At least, yeah. th- at least you know, aesthetically, like, oh, I moved this from there. I filled that truck. I can right. see an idea of an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. However menial it is, I got, like, physically, you yeah. can have me, but I get to listen to my music and write my notes and write right. my jokes. So I'll take that job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I always work just warehouses and everything, like, let Listen, I'm a teenager. I can do physical stuff. Right, right. Let me listen to music. <laughs> right, yeah. <clears throat> let me listen to music. Let me, let me, and then when comedy came around, let me write jokes. You,
0: and I, looking around your house, you don't, uh, there's no vinyl, and I was kind of surprised at that.
1: I just got a record, but I left a bunch of vinyl, but somebody seven inches in, uh, in Chicago and okay. I can't, I go back and I can't find them.
0: That's a bummer. I just started collecting some more now. That's so. good. You started to open up that world. Um, two, two things to sort of wrap it up. Like, well, one, do you, um, I am honestly surprised that I don't hear more people that came from that mm-hmm. scene, like, doing stand-up comedy. Because, like, it just seems like such a parallel
1: world. But they do, but they, do, but they weren't, they weren't music-based. But, like, all right. the Chicago guys. Right. Uh, you know, guys like. Kumail Nangiani, yep. Pete Holmes Matt Bronner. yeah like we all started doing stand up in Chicago right and the uh, the uh, opportunity was like well if you want to make a living at it you're going to make sh- a shitty living and you're going to go on the road and you're just going to entertain people that don't like what you're doing they're like not the showing up for you no yeah. no no they're showing <laughs> get drunk and like right. so you can either learn how to babysit these drunks and some people worked the road for years and did that successfully learned how to train those people into becoming their fans right I did a couple gigs outside of Chicago. Like, no, no, I don't like you. I don't want you to like me. Right. This isn't for you. Right. Drove two hours into into Wisconsin in the snow. Yeah. You dirtbag. No. Yeah. So we all just stay in Chicago and, like, kind of refined our own thing mm-hmm. until we're like, yeah. all right, I guess we're going to move to the coast and see if it works there. So it was the same. It was DIY of, like, we're just going to do this for free. Right. Just stay here and do it for free. We'd start getting our gigs here and there.
0: Right. But it was Yeah, nobody
1: wanted. Because you'd go out and, you, and you, they'd come, the, the comedians that would go out, they'd come back a little flattened. Really? Because their material would change. Because you'd tell they were just babysitting drunk, so it had to be a lot more
0: Yeah. That is true. I, to that
1: <clears> instead <throat> of... Uh,
0: yeah, because I, I definitely can see where there's more, where there are like gut check moments where mm-hmm. it's like you were, you know, you were on tour and you were playing in fucking Montreal to 30 people and most of them could care less of who you were. Like that yeah. moment of just like, I'm on the opposite side of the country. Like, there's no one except these fucking dudes behind me. Like, I think I need to cry in the bathroom for about half an hour. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Road (laughs) cries. Right. And and (laughs) I I, I definitely never thought about it from the perspective of where it's just like, you know, like, realistically, like, the songs you play at that moment, like, they don't change. But obviously, night to night, your material can be hardened, like you said, because of that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Or or they laughed at this type of thing when I write more that way. And now it's changing the fact like oh now the audience changed and we all got to stick right to our style or develop as we wanted to develop right not, develop not your forced, voice right, not right a forced development right to appease audiences because because also when you quit your day job that was another thing i never do was fear i didn't want to go out like oh i need that gig now because yeah. i need that fifty dollars sure and I need them to ask me to come back next month for another $50. So I have to do well. So I have to change my material. My life. That's true. Bill Burr had some big rant on his podcast about like alternative comics and doing all this shit. You don't go out like, like comedy should be a boxing match. They're like, no. <laughs> You're like, I disagree? Yeah. No, it shouldn't. It should be a fight. No, it shouldn't. Yeah. It should be whatever the hell I want it to be. It's true. Yeah, yeah. If you like it to be a boxing match, good for you. You're a fantastic comedian, probably one of the best ones working today. Sure. I don't like that. Right, right. I think it should be like a show (laughs) where, like, all these people kind of know what they're getting into. They might not know the band, but, like, but it's already pre-approved because it's in this place. Right. And we see all our friends here, and the bands play with other bands we like. We're going to allow this instead of, like, forcing it on strangers that are on a date somewhere for 25 bucks a ticket.
0: Right, right. You want to play, like, venues, and obviously, like, you know, like you said, where bands play, and, like, that's something that you... I think there's
1: something, some comedy clubs... Still have that old vibe of just, it just feels kind of corny. In them. Not all yeah. of them, a lot of them are adapting now. Of like, course, of course. realize, like, yeah. oh, comedy's different now, our club should be different. Right, and, right, and right. It should, you know, reflect what we're putting on the stage. Of course. Um, but also, just being somewhere for five nights in a row kind of takes, I do say importance, because that sounds really self-aggrandizing. Right. But, like it, but it's not, so, like, it's special. It's like, one night, come to the show one night, and I would yeah. rather go to... Let me hit three or four cities on a weekend, get a rental car, and do a mini tour. Right, and get to more places. So they're just like, okay,
0: I'm here. Here's my five. Here's, yeah, here's Kansas my Thursday to Tuesday. Days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And so and then it's Friday night. And it's just drunks that got in. Yeah, it's
0: like oh god, I'm looking. I'm not looking forward to the Saturday night crowd. Yeah, people <laughs> always ask like, what's the best show to go to? Go
1: Thursday or Sunday? Every time. Thursday right, Thursday or Sunday, because those are people that want to be there. They're yeah, people. it's like, true. Take Miguel out on a date. and I'm yep. gonna uh, go see this guy. If he's not funny, I'm gonna yell at him. Right. Somebody prove that I'm. I'm gonna. Fuck,
0: yeah, I'm gonna fucking look like I'm the man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Miguel
1: love that. Miguel loves it when I prove uh, that I'm uh, more of a man than other men around us. So that's gonna be a good time out.
0: You know, do you notice people that are obviously, like, come from the sort of, you know, punk scene that, like, obviously, like, gravitate towards you or, like, you know, go to your shows? Like, did you – I mean, obviously, the experience at the fest was probably awesome for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, and that midday show was uh, so fun. It was great, yeah. It was yeah. I, f- I felt yeah. like you could – you – I felt like you wanted to go on longer. <laughs> like I, I mean, the sense of, like – Because, I mean, I think you did, like, 20, 25 minutes, if that. Yeah, we
1: did short sets
0: there. Right, right, exactly. I I just, I I felt like you were feeling the vibe where it was just like, this is good. I can do this for a little bit longer. I
1: I was so apprehensive because the year year before it went so surprisingly well. Okay. I was scared shitless. Because it's still like, oh, no, these are all the music guys. I don't know how they take to stand up. Really? I don't know. If they'll
0: enjoy That's, it It's not. still, it's just kind of in your gut. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> what well,
1: this kid's going to tell jokes? We're already, bands are already funny, and they're playing music. Right. You're just going to tell jokes? Yeah. And it was great. And So this, like, when I came around this year again, I was, and then Tony put me in charge, I was like, oh,
0: don't... don't do <laughs> You're don't like, do no, no, Tony. I'm, no. I don't want to lose any more hair over this whole thing. <laughs> but do you, I mean, what? it's like, do you notice, like, punk kids, like, whatever. You, if you just see your average club show, do you, you know...
1: To some extent, and also... Thursday, Thursday and Sunday shows are cheaper. That's true. Really would like it to be capped out at fifteen. Okay. It's hardly the Fugazi five dollars. I understand it, guys. (laughs) Of course. But you know, yeah, it it is. It's a lot of people that look like me, right? Uh, You know, this this look is not an exception anymore. (laughs) Right. The zero dork 30 out there now.
0: All is, <laughs> like, wow, I, there's a lot of people that look like me
1: out there. That's exactly yeah, and then comedians, it's usually like a lineup of guys that look like me too. Right. And I'm like, I can't be a sad sack, you know, right. piece of shit after guys are doing it just as it's funny. Like or if not funnier than I'm doing. I gotta start writing down I, I gotta go out there with like positive material, like right. well, that's pretty good, guys. Yeah, you know, PMA, dude. Guys, yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, come on, bright side, all right? Bright side, we're right? on the other side of things.
0: You listen to bad brains, like they let's talk about that.
1: Let's talk about getting ourselves together, not being sad. All right, let's talk about drinking for fun, not drinking for
0: sadness. I, I, like I like the idea where it's, I mean, that what you described is like the equivalent of a band covering the headliner. Like, yeah, <laughs> we'll just go ahead and play your hit, like play your single. Yeah, or yeah, if you go, and, and it's
1: great that all these comedians are great, but like when you see bands that are like, oh, a fat record showcase, yeah, I get it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I I see what this lag is. Wag, Lagwagon's wagon's headlining. Yeah. Oh, good luck, guys. No.
0: <laughs> good luck, guys. I I know yeah. what I'm getting into. Yeah. The, just like what I don't know. It's like maybe last month. something. sound like, guy doesn't have to change anything. No. He's like, let me just go ahead. And, <laughs> let me go ahead and dial that in straight real, across real, the board. Real crisp bass drum. Got it. Right. Oh yeah. Strung out, Tom. Won't, won't touch a thing. <laughs> where you're at now, it's like you've you've. Uh, define yourself like you said some monicum of success where it's like yeah you're comfortable you can live on your own like these are yeah and for, so for now <laughs> right exactly and so like the i'm sure in your own mind it's that it's that idea of just like you're just looking forward to like the next increment like rather than the whole like i can't wait to land my own sitcom yeah
1: no no it's just what's what's next all right what's what's like what's i said it? it's, it's never finished stand up <clears throat> Is not going to go away, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing I care about. Yeah. And that's always going to be there. So I'm lucky to have that.
0: Well, excuse me. Yeah, it's all
1: right. Somebody wants me to, like, write a show. Like, I'll try it. Sure. Yeah, let's why it. But again, with the attitude really like, I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. Right. Oh, you should compromise this. No, I just yeah. won't do it then. <laughs> Th- thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, it's like, no, this is what I think. This is how I think it'll work. Yeah, and this attitude's worked for me right this far.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice to see that also. Like, people, pop culture in general, is appreciating or and understanding the idea of like what a unique voice can do. It's like obviously, it's like you know, like at Louis C.K. or it's yeah. just like people yeah. are like like fuck yeah, where it's like you know, ten years ago, people were like, that's the worst shit I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. And and, it, and, and, and how long did it take him to get there? Took, exactly. He just stuck to it. And right. Just
1: developed on his own. And now, and he, you know, talk about somebody taking the
0: fugazi approach
1: here's uh just have it everybody yeah i'll just get some tickets on my own i don't need any more money so here
0: (laughs) yeah totally it's just like that now that he's achieved that and it's like yeah this is the whole singular voice thing people that want to make money off of entertainment are now realizing where it's just like oh like maybe fucking nine hands in the pie isn't the best idea ever yeah
1: yeah It, 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 it the diy thing i mean louis zika is perfect diy example of a guy that's gone by the system and just from a comic standpoint yeah. and, and made it and, like, oh, I made it. The world let me have this. Right. Well, then here you go, world. Right. Here, I did this on my own. <laughs> yeah. I was allowed to have it. Here's free albums. Here's new, al- you know, here's this. Yeah. Enjoy it. I'm going to do a TV show. Then you're not going to touch it. Like, turn down Yeah. raise. Like, nope, I'm just going to do this the way. I- you can keep the money. I'm yeah, going to yeah. do this right. the way I want to do it. Right and yeah, and that is praised, and the industry just going, oh fuck, right, (laughs) oh fuck, this is
0: working now,
1: right, this is working,
0: right. Now, 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 wait, okay, so now we need to find one person that's really smart to be able to do this. Like, oh my god, we we need a
1: DIY department at the agency, guys. We're going to need somebody to head up DIY. I totally, you know that's happening in fucking boardrooms.
0: That's totally true.
1: This is our head of DIY. Dude, I don't think. Hey, guys, really into your sound. Really into the look and sound. I'm here to help you do it yourself.
0: I, I don't think there is any better way to in, in the interview because that's just... You know that's happening in boardrooms right now. It is right
1: now. Yeah, right as now. we speak, like, down the street. A and few many, scant miles away. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, I really appreciate it, Kyle. Thank you so much for fucking bullshitting about music. Nice, and Yeah, yeah. I, I really appreciate it. Sweet. There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. And if you enjoyed that talk, you might want to go back a few episodes where I talked to Jonah Ray who also is a successful stand-up comedian, and uh, he also has a lot of connections with the uh, you know punk and hardcore scene. And yeah, I just love when I can identify those people who kind of know what's up with our world, and uh, but have traveled into different places, so it's great. And if there are more people, then I would love to hear about them. The editor for this show is Tom Richfield. Yeah, visit a 100wordspodcast.com. And until next week, be safe, everybody. You can quake at the not!